Good morning from the Financial Times. Today is Monday, April 13th, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different on the briefing. Parts of Wuhan, the central Chinese city where the coronavirus pandemic started, is back open. But the move is being met with cautious optimism. Residents are worried about a second wave of the virus. Meanwhile, the virus has been slow to spread around China's island neighbor, Japan. But that's changed recently, as Japan entered a partial lockdown and declared a state of emergency. I'll take a look at the differing circumstances between these two places, and when it comes to the coronavirus, what the road ahead might look like. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. Wuhan spent an astounding 76 days, about two and a half months, under lockdown to slow the spread of coronavirus. Last week, the city in Hubei province ended the travel ban, which was the world's largest mass quarantine. But it was also an important moment for Beijing. China's central government wants to show the world that it's winning the battle against the virus. But Wuhan remains deeply scarred. The FT's China financial correspondent, Don Weinland, has more. When I look out my hotel window, in many ways it looks like a normal Chinese city. There's lots of cars on the road, there's people walking and riding bikes. But when I look a little bit closer, I start to notice, you know, the things that make Wuhan Wuhan at this moment. You know, there, there are people in in hazmat suits walking around. It's still definitely not life as usual here, but it's certainly recovering some of its normal activity. So, Don, how has the city's business community survived the lockdown? From what I can tell, large businesses in Wuhan are doing relatively well. There's a lot of state-owned enterprise in the province of Hubei and also in in the city of Wuhan. So those types of companies are, are known for not firing redundant staff, even in good times. So I think they've been able to protect a lot of their workforce it seems pretty clear that the hardest hit area of business, this is a global phenomenon as well, not just here in Wuhan. Um, Smaller businesses, I think, are having a much more difficult time. If you're walking along the streets right now, one day after the so-called liberation of the city, I would say about 50% of the shops are still closed. So small restaurants, there is a sense that small businesses are, are really having a hard time here. And what can you tell me about the market where the virus originated? Is that back open? I doubt that Nanhua Seafood Market will ever be reopened. I think the official plan is to tear it down. I walked by two days ago, and it's completely boarded up. There's no way to enter into the market. And it's also somewhat heavily patrolled by police and guards. So you can't really peek inside or anything like that. So finally, Don, from your conversation with people in Wuhan, what do they feel the legacy of bias will be for them and and their city? People are still somewhat shell-shocked from the, uh, the events over the past two months. So from what I can tell, it seems like there will be a, a slow recovery process that the people of Wuhan go through. I don't think they are particularly optimistic on their city becoming a big tourist destination again, or 
um, really even having a positive connotation in the minds of other Chinese people. Of course, Wuhan people across China have, have suffered from discrimination since the outbreak of the virus, and I, I don't think that's going to stop anytime soon. What, what I can say, though, is walking around and talking with people on the street, I found that people are incredibly welcoming and friendly here, and that's kind of a sign that the people do have a somewhat positive attitude toward what's going on. I, I do sense that people are you know, ready to get back to normal life as soon as they possibly can. Meanwhile, Japan is making a delayed start in its approach to the coronavirus. Last week, Prime Minister Shinzo Abe declared a state of emergency as the country saw its coronavirus cases skyrocket. Nearly 7,000 people have been infected, and more than 100 have died. A month ago, the case count on record was less than 1,000. Now the country is in a partial lockdown. The FT's Robin Harding is in Tokyo and explains how Japan is handling things. Prime Minister Abe declared a state of emergency, which sounds very dramatic, but is actually quite a long way short of the kind of lockdowns that we've seen in China and Europe. The state of emergency gives prefectural governors the power to request that businesses close, but it doesn't give them the power to compel them to close. And the status now is that Prime Minister Abe and um, regional governors, in particular the governor of Tokyo, Yuriko Koike, are wrangling about which businesses should close and which businesses shouldn't. Governor Koike wants to have a really sort of thorough lockdown and quite a lot of businesses closing. The national government, which is more concerned about the economy, is sort of arguing that various things should stay open. And so, so far, not much has happened. Robin, what strategy has the government used to prevent the spread of the disease? Japan's a really interesting case. It's very close to China. It has a lot of transport links with China. So you'd have expected it to have a very quick and very big coronavirus outbreak. And that didn't happen. And I think that's because, A, the government was very good at targeting clusters of cases and isolating those people. And it's also because the Japanese public were very good at taking their own actions to prevent coronavirus. So everyone was wearing a mask in Japan in late January or early February. And people were uh, hand sanitizing like crazy and avoiding coughing on each other on the metro and all these things. So I think that slowed the outbreak in Japan. What it didn't do was stop the outbreak like we've seen in places like Taiwan or South Korea, which have had much more thorough testing strategies. But it's now reached the stage where they need to take further measures anyway, which is why we're moving to this partial lockdown. And what about the economy? How has it fared during the pandemic? And what, what is Mr. Abe doing to support the business community? Well, in line with the slowly developing outbreak, business in Japan has been kept going uh, much more effectively than in Europe. So most offices have still been open, even if some people have been working from home. Restaurants are still open, cafes are still open, at least until recently a lot of shops were still open. Of course, Japan is a big exporter and all the auto companies, everyone else, 
have been suffering A, from problems with their supply chains from China, and B, from the disappearance of demand in China or Europe or the US. So the economy's taken a, a pretty hard hit, and with the, the start of this partial lockdown, it's going to take a, a more serious hit. And it was no coincidence that on the same day he announced the partial lockdown, Prime Minister Abe also announced um, a huge economic support package. That amounts to about 7% of GDP if you just count the public spending, or 20% of GDP if you include things like loan guarantees as well. What we hear from businesses is that they're really worried about how quickly it's going to come through. Uh, you know, people need the money now, but it may take several months before businesses are really able to access that kind of support. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back tomorrow for the latest business news. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation... Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.